Hey, hi, hello everyone, and welcome back to Barely Bookish. I am so happy that you all are here and enjoying this podcast right along with me and, you know, just listening and talking about it and enjoying it. Um, so some quick housekeeping things. If you are interested in joining a virtual book club, um, the Barely Book Club hasn't started its next book yet. Uh, we're still taking suggestions and we're hoping to start that at the beginning of December. So now's like a great time to join so you can help us pick the next book and you can also suggest books and all that great stuff. I also started a book chat. So anybody that kind of just has read books and enjoys talking about them with other people, um, that's on Discord. And right now we're talking about From Blood and Ash, which if you have not read that yet, please read it if you really like fantasy. Um, it's by Jennifer L. Armentrout. It's really, really good. It's probably one of my favorites right now. Um, I absolutely adore it. So we're talking about that on there as well, as well as the sequel, A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. So that's a lot of fun. And if you have read those and you would like to join, we're also talking about, um, Akatar and Throne of Glass. And we have, um, a section where people can suggest books to talk about. So if you really like talking about books and you want to meet some great people, please feel free to join that by clicking the link in my, uh, bio or the description of this episode or going to barelybookish.com, uh, backslash connect or slash connect. The one that's like angled to the right, you know, whichever way that is connect. Okay. Um, so yeah, please join there. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, I also wanted to talk about, because today we're discussing, um, the rest of Fahrenheit 451. Um, and I wanted to give some trigger warnings, uh, in case you haven't read it. Um, keep in mind though, that this is spoiler inclusive. So, um, if you haven't read it yet and you want to make sure that you read it. And if you haven't listened to the previous episode, please be sure to do that first as well, but I wanted to give some trigger warnings for vehicular manslaughter and also um, this touches lightly on war. So if those are either things that you don't want to hear or um, think about, please skip this episode um, and you can join us later. You can go back and listen to Pride and Prejudice um, or we'll have another book coming up shortly. So just take care of yourself and yeah, but we will get right into the episode. Uh, so then they uh, mentioned that the country uh, started and won two atomic wars since 2022 and i hate when books are that close when they're set in the future like it's unavoidable but it makes me uncomfortable oh yeah for sure <laughs> so i'm like oh no what's gonna happen in the next two years <laughs> i mean it could happen i don't like it i'm uncomfortable crossing fingers i know knock no. on some wood <laughs> basically but um, then he visits the old professor and they casually make a plan that involves plant. And they were like casually talking through this plan that involves planting books and firemen's homes. And I was like, how is that even going to happen? And it honestly doesn't ever end up happening. But they were just kind of talking through what if they did it. And I'm like, I don't even know how you would go about that. 
I thought it was an interesting take mm-hmm. because, like, it is very burn the burner. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I like this plan. It's going to be hard for you guys to manage it. But he has a whole stack of books. Yeah. Like, it's easy enough to take a few and, like, slip in the, mo- in, in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and be like, I'm going to throw them behind the fridge or stick them <laughs> behind the microwave or if they had microwaves, I don't know. <laughs> Just, yeah, like, so- random things. Or stick it in the back of a closet and get out and then call it in. Be like, they yeah. have it. They'll be like, oh, no, no, we don't. And be like, well, let's search. Oh, look, you have a stack. Sorry. Yeah, so then there would have been, like, no firemen. I guess, like, the plan kind of would have made sense if it followed through. But, like, what are they going to do with the last fireman? Is he going to burn his own house? Yeah, and you'd have to almost find ones that are on your side in a way. Or yeah. that could be persuaded and, like, work with them because then you can be like, well, we don't like books, haha, And be, like, the squad that's taking everyone else down. Yeah. So, like, it it would be, for a beginning plan, it was a good idea. But, I mean, then Montag went and messed it all up anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. So then, um, Faber... Faber, Faber. I was calling him Faber. Faber, because <laughs> I was thinking Saber is spelt like the same way. So I was like Faber. I'm like I, I have no idea. We'll commit to one, and then whenever the two of us watch the movie, we're just gonna be like, oh, so far off. That's usually what happens. I know. So, so like, we're going with weird. we're going with Faber. <laughs> Hopefully, we're close. Um. So Faber gives him a little listening device. I'm just going to call him the old man professor. And then, you know, we just had this one time where I messed up possibly his name. (laughs) So old man professor gives him a little listening device and it's like a bug in his ear. Um, And guy goes upon his merry way. So he goes home and Mildred's friends are over and all of the husbands or at least one of the husbands are going off to war and the government quote says that it'll be a quick war war only 48 hours and not only that but they said that the wives think that people don't die in wars i yeah i saw the 48 hours i was like really like do you guys really use that much atomic energy that you just okay we're gonna have a war we're gonna wipe you out before you can start it Oh, that does make sense, though. Then that's why nobody would die, because they just wipe the other people out and they do it all remotely. It was just, I'm like, that's the only way a war could be 48 hours. Yeah. Like, usually once you declare war, it's a while before, like, you even get to the point of being like, all right, now we're gonna fight. Yeah. Like, like, because you have to, like, I mean, obviously earlier on in history was took longer because you had to like mobilize your troops and Mm -hmm. everything but even still like nowadays like to get everyone ready and like even up in planes is a time frame so for it to be just 48 hours it's like whoa (laughs) what are you using i know technology (laughs) when they said that they uh no one dies in war i was confused but now that you said that like 
that would make sense if they are using all these atomic weapons, which is terrible. Don't get us wrong. But then that would result in their husbands not dying, just the entire people that they're against dying. Yeah. And I guess you can't really fight a war if you murder your enemy. Yeah, because exactly. then there's no one I, left to fight. Yeah, it's over. If there's no one there, then you can't really fight anybody. So that was the only way I could think of that it would be that short. So I just, in this novel, there's multiple times where they just commit to drastic reactions, you know? <laughs> like yeah. they don't have. They don't have, like, a moment of, like, oh, it doesn't seem like there's any sort of, like, oh, you know, in the government, let's uh, sort this out. Let's make this peaceful. Their their reaction is go- going, okay, we're not agreeing murder. Yeah, like, really, though? Yeah. It seems like they just jump to whatever's going to solve the problem the fastest instead of, like, trying to save people. Like, even with the books, Burning Nose, like... Yes, it's illegal, but, like, you're burning their house down. You're not even just, like, taking the books out on the lawn and burning it. You're just like, oh, there's been a book in this house. It's contaminated. It has to all come down. Yeah. Which is then funny because houses are fireproof, but we're burning them down. (laughs) I know. So then I was like, what if you got framed? Like, in the case of if their plan actually worked, they just fully commit to burning down this fireman's house and not even like seeing if it was actually his fault and if they actually got the books like he definitely like for let's just give guy the benefit of the doubt and say that he was framed okay they didn't give him any sort of benefit they were like okay we're legitimately just gonna burn your house down now yeah like they don't even take the time to be like okay like you're accused of this crime what do you have to say for yourself? It's just yeah. a book has touched this area, it all must die. Yeah. But so we'll it's very drastic. <laughs> I know. We'll get more into it at the end. But yeah, I was like, okay. So this is a moment where we realized that none of the parents have any sort of motherly instincts. Um, for one of the ladies, one of Mildred's friends. The kids only come home three times a month. And even then, she says her, uh, uh, the parents just put up with them. And I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, it was, it was like the first one was like, oh, I don't have kids. Don't, don't really want them. And Guy had said they didn't want kids either. Or Mil- Mildred didn't. He was kind of almost seemed like he might have. Yeah, And she's like, well, I've had kids, but they're gone, so it's fine. Yeah, they're like boarding school, right? Something like that. Or, like, it sounded like the way their school system was, you went to school for a certain amount of days and you had, like, a day off. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's just exhausting. Yeah, and it's like, they don't get books. What are they learning in school? Really? How to sit and watch TV? I know, it's like a brainwashing system, I guess, in their school. Yeah, and just, she was so, like, I don't even want them home when they're home. I was like, yeah. then why did you have them? I'm I'm wondering if that's, like, playing on the culture of, I, I don't know much about the time frame in the 50s, but I'm wondering if, like, people were starting to not want as big of families, you know, with, like, the industrialization and all that, like, again, 
this is speaking completely ignorantly i don't know that much about like that time period but i know there was a point in time where people stopped wanting the big families and they wanted like less kids and there's a movement of um people not wanting children like and which is totally fine like i don't want kids like that seems like a lot of responsibility but you know there's that movement towards not wanting kids and i'm wondering if um ray bradbury the author was trying to play on that and be like this is what's going to happen if people stop wanting kids like the entire country's not going to want kids no one's going to respect kids kids are going to grow up badly yeah i mean i know a little bit about like that was also i think right before then i'm not 100 percent sure i'm like my dates was like when um in like the 19 early 1900s there was a lot of also like the vaccines coming out so like you normally had big families because you might have like 13 kids and 10 of them die before they reach age 10. Mm-hmm. So like you kind of almost, this is going to sound horrible, but you almost like planned ahead. Yeah. Of there's so much sickness. We can't do anything about it. The more kids we have, the more chance like, our lineage is going to continue the more chance they might have to survive. So like, and then once we started getting like better medicines and better technology, that rate is significantly less. Mm -hmm. So like it kind of became a, Oh, we don't have to have all these kids that and able to hit that. That and the move towards industrialization with like, you wanted a lot of kids to help you farm. You know, and now that you don't like have a farm, you work in an industry, you know, kids are expensive and you don't want like you don't need to have like 16 children. You can just have like the one or two that you want or three or however many kids you want instead of like needing to have kids, too. Yeah, exactly. But, But there's a lot of like culture shifts that I think must have been taking place in the 50s that he just wanted to show what would happen if they went to the extremes. Yeah, it was almost like the exact opposite of what was happening because I think that's about when World War II ended was the late 40s. And obviously then we had the baby boomers, which was like the birth rate skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like the exact opposite that he did of this is what happens when like no one's having kids or the few people having kids are just like, whatever. Yeah, I just looked it up. World War II ended in 1945. You know what's weird? World War II started September 1st, 1939, and World War and then it ended September 2nd, 1945. So it literally lasted for years on the dot. That's interesting. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. I don't like it being like that exact. <laughs> that yeah, that's really weird having it that exact. Yeah. Anyways, back to Fahrenheit. <laughs> so, um, Guy freaks out on Mildred's friends, and I get it because they're weird, and starts reading them some poetry, which is a bad plan. So, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Like, horrible idea. Don't do that. We had a plan. Yeah, as soon as that hit, I was like, Oh my god, you are ruining your plan. Even Faber on the other end was like, stop, please yeah. stop. And he's just, oh, I'm gonna read you poetry. It's like, you know when you're 
you're out with oh, your friends and like one of them is drunk and you can't really do anything and you just watch them from a distance and you're like no stop <laughs> that's what i felt like it's like um what is that called secondhand embarrassment yes oh my god <laughs> i was like no so bad but um so all the friends leave freaked out you know because poetry is not a thing that exists previous to that moment for them you know and they're like oh no so guy goes back to work and then he hands the book over and i think he hands over the bible right maybe i'm wrong i can't remember like there was it that might have been the one he was trying to there was one he was trying to save Mm -hmm. so he's like i have to sacrifice another what do i sacrifice yeah i think he maybe he was trying to save the novel i don't really remember but he's trying to save one and he hands over the uh, another one of the books that he has. And because he burned the poetry book on the spot with all of them there to witness all the, Mildred's friends there. Yeah, because she had come up with the whole, oh, like, firemen's families get to take one home every once in a while. And yeah. Read it so we can be like, wow, this is dumb. And then he has to burn it. I know. <laughs> so, like, she almost saved him in that way. But it was like oh my god (laughs) yeah so he burns that one in the moment so then he had to find another one so that already hints off to the fireman that he had multiple yeah because if he was like oh i burned it at home with her friends there they can tell you then he could have saved himself from being like oh you know here's another one (laughs) exactly like that could have been easiest of oh we (laughs) were interested in why this was bad so i read it to them and yeah you can ask them they left upset and i threw it in the fire (laughs) instead of bringing another one and the way the chief reacted was it was like okay did he plan something to happen Mm -hmm. or does this really just happen this often that they take a book because he took it and was like okay we're back to playing cards like just throw it in the trash yeah (laughs) And then I went um, right back. It was like, okay. Yeah. Something is happening. Uh, but then um, they get an assignment and all of them leave. And they show up at Guy's house for their assignment of book burning. So Mildred's running outside and with her bags packed, won't even look at him. And I was like, is Mildred leaving him? And I was confused as to how this happened um and i was like what alarm are they talking about but it turns out that um the friends and his wife had already alerted the police last night before he even went to work so they all knew that he had books at his house um and then they're gonna make guy light up his own house and yeah then he's gonna get arrested I, I had a feeling that was coming because the alarm went off and everyone was like, oh, ready to go. And the yeah. chief was just like, this is a special case. We can just finish this game. Like, didn't even care. Yeah. I'm I like, really okay, pick wait up on a minute. It. <laughs> I was just like, oh, weird. Okay. I was like, you guys are usually like, let's go right now. And yeah. he was like, no, let's finish our game. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, I was like, Mildred called. I know it. Like, the friends was the final straw because I was like, she might not have because, you know, 
-hmm. he pays for her family yeah to be in the house so if she calls him she she doesn't have that yeah Mildred unemployed that was my other question there was something about acting but like I wasn't really sure if she was just acting along with the tv or if she was trying to be an actress yeah I was like okay this is odd like I don't really know she's always home so I'm assuming she's not yeah so I'm not sure either but um while this all is going down they find the old man professor's bug in um guy's ear and he takes it and then guy straight up murders Betty and then guy kind of realizes that Betty wanted to be killed because he was kind of like um taunting him with the flamethrower in his hands like guy had the flamethrower in his hands and Betty's just sitting there taunting him and was like you won't do it and then guy murders them murders like Betty I think everybody else there and um uh the dog the hound that's the mechanical hound yeah and then the cops are chasing him and he's on the run so yeah i Uh, i wondered if the chief he he would quote stuff mm -hmm. throughout and it was almost like i questioned if he was on the book side of things Because he was always throwing out these quotes and it was like, okay, hold up. If you haven't read anything, how are you quoting all of this? I know. It's like, like very well read for someone that shouldn't have any access to books whatsoever. Yeah. So he was very like, I wondered if maybe he realized he could be next. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, haha, you want to go? Like, bring it. So, yeah. and he's dead. So nothing can happen to him. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of weird for sure. He was just so odd. Like, I could not pinpoint whether he was on the fireman's side or, like, the book side because he was very almost flopping back and forth. Yeah. And I think, honestly, a lot of these characters were very strange. Like, everyone was very weird and, like, one dimensional. And it was like they were just moving through life and they didn't have anything going for them. It was. I just kind of noticed throughout the book that, like, there was no real distinguishing characteristics from each character. Yeah, like, the only one that really felt like a person, in a way, was Guy. But that's because we got to see his, like, his side of duty of, oh, we gotta burn these, and then the, Mm -hmm. wait, this isn't a good idea. Yeah. Like, everyone else was very, like, right down their line, and, like, didn't really have... Like, even the conversations, even the conversations he had with other people had no meaning. Yeah. I think the only one that was really reaching for it was Clarice. She Mm -hmm. was kind of building, and then she's dead. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there wasn't enough of her to be able to be like, oh, yeah, she was really a dynamic character. She kind Mm -hmm. of just was there. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways... So this is the moment where I was really like, oh, there's no penalty for vehicular manslaughter because while he's on the run, because uh, like when he's on the run, there's a he's trying to cross the road and he's like nervous about it because he's like, someone's going to try and hit me like while I cross this road. Like, this is why no one crosses the road. And 
as he's like getting close to the edge of the like road, like on the other side, like a car comes out of nowhere and speeding, probably going like a hundred miles an hour. And the only reason they don't hit him, as you said before, was because he was on the ground. And then they loop back and try and come back again, don't they? Yeah, they come back again, but like he manages to get into the alley before mm-hmm. they can turn around. Yeah. Or, like, before they can tell where he is. Because it said, like, they went up on two wheels because they were going so fast that they couldn't slow down enough. And then, like, by the time they got situated to come back, he was in an alleyway. Yeah. And I know they were saying, like, he could hear them laughing. And I'm like, that's disturbing. Yeah. That was really, like... I think he said something about, was this the people that killed Clarice, too? Like... Yeah. Just joyriding and plowing into everybody. I know. I'm like, how do you even have a functional vehicle anymore? Really? Like, hitting a body is going to take, do damage. Unless they have, like, some kind of, like, um, the truckers up here have, like, a moose grill. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, this grill that goes on the front of the vehicle. So if they hit something, it just basically just zoop off to the side. Yeah. So it doesn't do any damage to like the truck itself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do they have something like that that they're just going around and hitting people? And as long as it doesn't come up into their windshield, they're oh, yeah. not going to damage anything. Yeah. The other thing is, too, is that, you know, when you hit something, like it injures the people inside, too. So I'm like, how do these people just drive around going 100 miles an hour? Like, if you hit like a, like a stop sign or something it's gonna like rip through your car going that fast yeah that fast like you hit anything and the car is done for because Mm -hmm. it's just that force so they have to have something that protects it i'm guessing i know we're never talking about murder (laughs) i know (laughs) so bad this novel had so many like things in it that really was it makes you question if we went to the extreme in the world, like, how close would it look to this? There's so many books that, like, is scary how you can pick out little things happening yeah. here and there. Like, they had a quote. Um, I'll see if I can find it. There was one page. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, what people are saying today. And I think I wrote the page number down. And it was like, this is eerie how he wrote this in 1950 something i don't remember the exact yeah 53 sticks in my head but i'm not sure if that's right and um okay where's and it was like that's what like 70 years now or something 50 yeah 20 it's like 70 years and Mm -hmm. you read it and it's like oh my god oh yeah it was like I'm one of the innocents who could have spoken up and out when no one would listen to the guilty, but I did not speak and thus became guilty myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like... That's what the professor said, right? I think so. Yeah. I was like, the amount that I've heard that recently of, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't speak up when it's your turn, like, no one's going to be there to help you as well. And I was, yeah. The parallels was... I highlighted it, and I was like, oh, my God, in the comments. Especially with um, bullying recently, that's been a big thing. It's like, you know, if you see something, say something. Yeah. 
it's yeah. there was another quote and I, I don't remember where it was I wrote that one the page number down but I don't remember the other one <laughs> it was just like this is so uncanny of how parallel it is and it's almost like have we really not come that far yeah that he's writing this in 1950 and we're here <laughs> and we're like wow this is the same yeah i know i was shook um anyways going back the so now we're at the point where a second hound is starting to hunt him after he killed the first one and he's running through all these streets and the news oh he puts in headphones so he can hear the news as they're reporting it so that he knows that they're getting close to him and the news because everyone watches it now asked everyone to step outside and look around and see if they can find him on the count of three so he's running and like here's the countdown going and i think he jumps into a lake right or ditch or something he reaches he was headed to the river i think yeah and he like passed the last house just as they were like standing up yeah so he was able to hide down by the river mm-hmm. like i mean that was a good tactic because you know if everyone's on the lookout they can find him but like that was just like whoa it's crazy to me that they can mobilize the entire country that or the entire city that quickly that's yeah. what made me uncomfortable because they basically control all these people I think that connects to, like, what you said about brainwashing. Yeah. Because, like, you say, see stuff like that now, and people are like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I can get up and look out my window for a minute and see if I see anything, and, you know, get up and look and be like, okay, I don't see anything, I'm going back. Yeah. But, like, they're, like, almost mechanical in a way of, mm-hmm. oh, gotta get up, gotta go. If the government says I gotta do it, I gotta do it. That's basically what they're doing now. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Um, so then he's uh, hiding and he seemed to have stumbled into some homeless people and they're crowded around a fire. And in that moment, as soon as I read that, I was like, so the future still hasn't fit uh, the homeless epidemic then. <laughs> yeah, pro- that as much as we try, I almost feel like that's something we can only like reduce the percentage of and not fully yeah like like even you know hundreds of years ago there were people who are homeless that would just like sleep in someone's shed and then move on mm-hmm. so it's almost like uh, we can try but you know. i don't know i was just like i guess in their society the things that are priority for them is making everyone the same and I guess homelessness is not a priority for them. I don't know. But I was like, yikes. But then um, all of the people knew his name. And I was like, why are their beards nice? It's a trap. <laughs> and um, turns out it's not a trap. And these people are actually kind of cool. And the police, um, because I guess they need an ending, even if it's not right. They find some random man and murder him on the street and tell everyone that it's Guy. And just because this guy was out walking. He yeah, I remember they said something like, I can't remember if it was who it was, said something like they'll find people who do that, like do the morning walks mm-hmm. just because they want to or insomnia or whatever. And like keep them in a file. 
So mm-hmm. if something like that happens where like guy got away, they can just turn the hound on that guy and instead of Lewis. Him. And they can be like, Oh look, we got him. Like it was like you really have this much of a problem that you are creating scapegoats before you need them. Yeah, and it's like they're basically it's the world has to be solved quickly is what's happening. So every that entire police chase probably lasted 10 minutes. Right? Like 10-15 minutes. And so at that point, you know, you, you most of your television programs last about 30 minutes. Once you start getting to that mark, they had to find someone because basically their entire world is a TV show. Yeah, and like they're so entranced by it that they were like, we can't not end it with this guy dying. We have to give them what they want. Yeah, I was shook. Oh my god. I did like that on this whole chase, he was able to plant some of the books at one of the other firemen's house and call it in. Oh, did he? I didn't realize that part. Yeah, he, like, went to one of their houses and, like, quickly planted some and then, like, took off because I was like, wouldn't the mechanical hound find his scent there? And I was like, are they going to realize that he planted it or by that time is the house is going to be destroyed? I I was like because he called it in and they were on the way as he was still running yeah so I was like well at least he got one done (laughs) so much for the plan for all of them but he took Uh, someone else down yeah so it turns out these people he ran into have all memorized one book and become those books and then burn them because they can't keep the books and I mean I guess that's a smart way and I think because I, I know I mentioned at the beginning of this that um that guy at the bookstore told me uh copyright laws and i'm wondering if this is what he's referring to is that moment where basically all they have is this history in their um minds of the books they could basically make up holes they forgot and say that it was this book you know yeah that could be a possibility i'm wondering if that's what he's referring to but i don't know that for sure but so, you know, they're walking. And then the town just blows up. I'm guessing from the war that they were saying that was only going to last 48 hours. But the entire town gets murdered. Yeah, like, they completely flattened it. It said that at one point they get up in the morning and mm-hmm. one guy, like, walked down the river and came back and he was like, it's completely flat. There's, like, nothing there. Yeah, and I know he, um Guy was kind of talking about Mildred and he's like, Mildred's probably dead and that's when he remembers that he met her in Chicago. I yeah, I found that really weird that he was like couldn't remember, couldn't remember and he was thinking about her dying cuz they knew this war was coming or they knew the planes were coming somehow. Mm-hmm. And he's like I don't really care if she dies, like I'm not sad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, "Oh hey, I met her in Chicago." Oh yeah, by the I was way. Like, that's an odd connection. I don't care if she dies, but oh hey, now I remember where. And yeah. I was like, that's weird. I know. I'm like, Ugh. and then um I thought it was weird how calm they are about the fact that they just witnessed a bomb. Like they saw it. 
you know? And they're just like, oh, look. They were kind of just, like, watching it happen, like, and one of them, I think, was like, oh, well, they're going to need us soon, so we're just going to wait it out. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) you guys are just sitting there watching an entire city just die. Like, that's a lot of lives. Yeah, and they don't even think about it or anything. And they're just like, oh, yep, there you go. That happened, I guess. Yeah, that was just, I was like, okay, you guys are, like, show some kind of panic. Yeah, seriously. Like, are we next? Like, are they coming for the rest of the country? Like, I know, they don't even think about that. And if it was an atomic bomb, they were close enough that it probably would have affected them a yeah. lot more than it did. Yeah. So it's like, like that was kind of like, there's so yeah. much dust in the air, too. And, like, just, like, the radiation and, like, the mm-hmm. um, shock wave. Yeah. From that is so much higher than just, like, a regular bomb that it was, like, you guys should be in a lot more, like, have a lot more issues than just, oh, wow, that it's dusty. Like Yeah, I know. And then the ending did not resolve a single thing. They're, like, they were just like, oh, they're going to keep walking. And I'm like, so did the world start reading books again? Who knows? Not me. I Honestly, I was like, okay, this is where we're ending. They're just walking to the city. I, I was know. like, okay, like, like, that didn't resolve it. If it had, like, they had found someone and talking with someone and been like, oh, I have this knowledge and, like, started to use it. And people were like, oh, this is interesting. Like, yeah. it could have ended just there and, like, not gone into society bringing it completely back. Yeah. But, like, they didn't even, like, really... I feel like it didn't really end. It back. Yeah. Yeah. I just it was like almost it was like, like he stop. was just, like... Yeah, like, he was just like, ah, I don't feel like writing anymore. And then they just published it. I know. I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is where we're stopping? Like, I actually thought maybe I got an unfinished edition or something because I got like the 20th anniversary edition and like I don't know if you've seen it but it has a ton of um, basically the book the actual book itself ends in the middle of the pages and the rest is like oh our um, other authors and such talking about it so I was like oh maybe this is not the whole thing so I, I looked at the version I sent to you and I pulled it up online and I read the um, ending of it. And I was like, nope, this is the same. So this is how it ends. It was like, it was almost like they were hit. They just hit the climax and they were trying to like resolve it. Mm. And he just was like, mm, I don't, don't really feel like it. So they're just going to walk towards the city and that's where they're going to be done. I know. I'm like, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't bring back to the, you know, like this is where it's it's, like this is how they're going to use them being books to bring stuff mm -hmm. back because like we know they're walking books yeah like we don't get that interaction of with people who believe they are should be gone Mm -hmm. and it's like this just doesn't make any sense for an ending yeah where it was for sure i was just like okay it's just gonna stop now like they could like yeah, like even just coming upon people and they're like, oh my god, everything just died. And they're like, we're on a mission yeah. to re-educate the world. And the people are like, oh my god, what? Walking books? This is weird. 
something like, like that would them to go convince them to come with them and then keep walking like mm-hmm. perfect that would have been perfect i would have been okay with that yeah <laughs> but like sure. it's just them and it's like ta-da <laughs> i know i was like oh okay this is what's happening i don't know i felt like the ending did not resolve anything it left much to be desired i still liked it but i wish the ending had a little bit more like substance i loved the concept of yeah. like the burning the books and illegal like the whole concept was mm. amazing it was just yeah. those parts of like the ending and the few like almost like plot hole things that he didn't fill in -hmm. that information of like if those had been a little better this would have been amazing to me anyway I know some people are like oh my god best book ever like just to me like I think I rated it like four stars on Goodreads because Mm -hmm. I was like this concept is perfect yeah, I don't know what I read. I wrote it. I, I probably rated it about <laughs> there. Sorry. Ugh, stutter. I probably rated it similar. I don't think I gave Let's see. We'll, we'll find out what I rated it. Hold on. I gotta open the app. Uh, of course, my Wi-Fi is like, I don't know, buddy. It's, it's always when you need it that it's like... <laughs> I'm not gonna work. I'm on break. Like Yeah, I rated it four out eh. of five too. So So yeah, four out of five for me also was just kinda like eh. I thought it was really good. I like the writing in general. I just think the ending could have been more. Like I don't know what it could have done, but I felt like it should have been more. Like I did like his writing. I usually classics. I don't really read a whole lot because mm-hmm. the writing. I'm like, I feel very bogged down, and he almost went like too fast through it. <laughs> I know. I was like, it could have been like a 300 page novel and explained more and went dive oh, yeah. deeper into it. Oh yeah, there was absolutely more he could have gone into. I did just a general research before this. Like, we're going to deep dive more into the second episode, like the research I did. But mm-hmm. uh, just so you know right now, this actually was based off of a novella. And he apparently had, like, a really hard time expanding the novella and making it more about Guy. But it was, like, supposed to be, like, a really short thing that he wrote before. Hmm. And that's where this came from. So I'm wondering if that's why it's not as detailed. It's just because it's not. Uh, because it was based off of that novella. It could be. Like he was yeah. trying. He couldn't figure out how to make it longer. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to, you know, do a little bit more. I'll like have to. I When I read more of his books, I'll be able to tell you. But I have this is the only one I've read so far. <laughs> I mean, same. I don't think I've read anything else by him. Yeah, so on the next episode, we will be doing more of a deep dive into the research and why this book has been banned in many, many school districts and, uh, you know, what inspired uh, this book and if we think people should read it. And we'll be going more into that next episode. But thank you, uh, Nova, so much for joining me. Is there any way, uh, anywhere you want to tell the people to find you? Uh, Sure. <laughs> Uh, pretty much it's just on almost everything. Just find me at Novasaurus Rex with two X's and 
it's me. So <laughs> Twitter, right, Instagram, YouTube, you know. Yeah, I'll link you in the show notes so that everyone can like click it and it'll be easier. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for joining yes, me and, of course. you know, reading this with me and I appreciate it. Yes, it was great. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. All right. Well, we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining me on this episode of the Barely Bookish Podcast. It's been so much fun to have you all here and listening to this episode and all the episodes I've been making, and I'm really happy that everyone seems to be enjoying it. Um, if you'd like to help me grow, please consider leaving a review. It's really helpful, and if you could share this with a friend, it is so insanely helpful, and I would appreciate it so much. So. Yeah, I hope you all enjoy these episodes. Uh, next week, we'll be discussing the overall and um, the overall opinion of this uh, book and all that great stuff. So be sure to join us for that. And I will catch you all in the next episode. Bye!